Welcome to the Raised with Jesus podcast, 10 minutes every day with the life of Jesus meets yours. You've got your daily Bible reading today from Micah chapter 3. Micah chapter 3. I said, listen, you rulers of Jacob, you leaders of the house of Israel, shouldn't you recognize justice? But you hate good and love evil. You tear off the skin and the flesh from the bones. You eat the flesh of my people and peel off their skin. You smash their bones, you chop them up like pieces for the cooking pot, like meat for the cauldron. Then they will cry out to the Lord for help, but he will not answer them. He will hide his face from them at that time, because their deeds were evil. This is what the Lord says concerning the prophets who mislead my people. Give them something to chew with their teeth, and they declare peace. But they declare a holy war against anyone who doesn't put something into their mouths. Therefore, a night without prophetic vision will come upon you. Darkness will come upon you without any omens from God. The sun will set for the prophets, and daytime will become dark for them. The seers will be ashamed, and the fortune tellers will hide in disgrace. They will all cover their mouths, because there will be no answer from God. I, on the other hand, am full of power from the Spirit of the Lord, full of judgment and strength, to declare Jacob's sinful rebellion to him and Israel's sin to him. Hear this, you heads of the house of Jacob. Listen attentively, leaders of the house of Israel, you who have contempt for justice and pervert everything that is right, you who build Zion with blood and Jerusalem with injustice. Her leaders render verdicts for a bribe, and her priests issue rulings for a payoff. Her prophets foretell the future for silver, yet they lean on the Lord and say, The Lord is in our midst, isn't he? Disaster will not come upon us. Therefore, because of you, Zion will be plowed like a field, Jerusalem will become a heap of ruins, and the Temple Mount will become a wooded hill. This is the word of our God. The previous chapter, Micah chapter 2, Micah began with the announcement based on the, the actions of the people that they had deserted their God. And we see here at the beginning of Micah chapter 3 where he concludes that thought that he says based on the ruling actions of the rulers and the governments and the leaders of the people that the actions of the people were not isolated but that they took their prompting from the government leaders who were over them. The rulers of Jacob and leaders of the house of Israel did not recognize justice. They hate good and love evil. They basically eat the people is the way he describes it very vividly in verses two and three. And God says in verse four, as a result, they will cry out to the Lord for help, but he will not answer them. He will hide their, his face from them at that time because their deeds were evil. In other words, the heads and rulers of Israel who should know justice, that is, who should understand justice and administer justice so that each member of God's covenant people might enjoy the security and the blessing of the covenant, these exact leaders are the ones who hate the good and love the evil, and their whole attitude is against justice, and their deeds express that attitude. They brutally exploit and ruin God's people, and justice becomes a means to their ends. They ignore God when they do not need him. They shall not find him in the time of evil when they do need him, and he won't answer their cry. The one who said once that he would place his face toward his people, turn his face toward his people and place his blessing upon his people. God promises there in verse four that he will hide his face from them at that time. And he points to their own actions as the reason why as the basis for his judgment against them, as proof and as a witness for his judgment against them. 
Then beginning in verse 5, we see that God, and especially here through the prophet Micah, very vividly rebukes the false prophets who have forfeited, really forfeited their right to exist. They're the last line of defense in calling God's people back to repentance, and they are supposed to be the ones who guide God's people. And God's people in their homes have deserted the Lord, and they they take advantage of one another. The leaders of God's people, yes, they were supposed to curb the actions of the people and redirect them toward godly justice, but they have also deserted the Lord. And even the prophets, the false prophets, they know where their next meal comes from. And Micah sets himself up in opposition to these false prophets. In verses 5 through 7, we talk about the seers who will be ashamed, and they declare peace. And they, they only wage a sort of holy war, using their words to speak in, on behalf of God, but speak um, wrongly against the second commandment. They misuse the name of the Lord to support their false teaching. And Micah opposes them in verse 8. On the other hand, I am full of power from the Spirit of the Lord, full of judgment and strength, to declare Jacob's sinful rebellion to him and Israel's sin to him. And so those who are opposed to the Lord, who who give preaching and who give prophecy to only fulfill and put a meal on their plate so that they have something for their mouths. Um, as a result, as a result, they will cover their mouths and they will all be ashamed because they will have no word from the Lord. And yet there is Micah, full of judgment and strength, declaring the rebellion and sin of God's people. And so the concluding concluding statement, verse 9 and following, Hear this, you heads of the house of Jacob and leaders of the house of Israel, talking to both the southern kingdom and the northern kingdom, those who have perverted justice and have, have profited from injustice because of their actions. God says that his judgment is coming. And so what shall we learn from this? Um, perhaps, yes, there is the, the social truth that each of us has an obligation to act ethically and morally as in, in line with the Word of God. Yes, that the Word of God informs our hearts and our consciences, and that information of God's law and gospel that guides our actions results in ethics and ethical actions that are an act of love toward God and toward those around us. And we also have the second same thought that we had from yesterday, that we give thanks to God. And we, we give thanks to God that he has sent prophets to us who will tell us the truth that we need to hear, not the truth that, that necessarily they want to preach and not necessarily the truth that we want to hear, but certainly truth, the truth that we need to hear. And then finally, we take a moment to thank God for the faithful leaders that we have in our nation. We thank God for the faithful church leaders who have gone before us and the faithful congregation members who have served in our congregations ahead of us, who have made decisions that really have resulted in strong congregations or at least congregations where they are today. And then we look at the work that is before us and we recognize, yes, there are times and there will be times when we need to hear a sharp word, maybe from the pastor, or maybe that pastor needs to hear a sharp word from another pastor. And there's there are times where we need to watch out for one another, that we don't get deluded, we, that we don't get led astray, and that we don't simply go by what our heart feels as far as our actions are. Rather, we let our actions be guided and informed by the Word of God so that we act ethically and morally with love toward God and love toward neighbor for the purpose of expanding God's kingdom. And Paul talks about this a little bit more in the New Testament when he talks about, wouldn't I rather be wronged 
in uh, 1 Corinthians talking about the lawsuits and then talking about a little bit later in 1 Corinthians 13 talking about um, exercising love and patience with one another. And so as, we go about, as you go about your day, just take a moment to thank God for where he has brought you, where he has placed you, and the people that he has brought into your life. Thank God for the leadership that he has placed over you and the people with whom we serve. And then take a moment to encourage somebody. Find somebody to say, dear friend, how can I help you? Even if maybe you've fallen on hard times, is there something that I can do for you? Dear friend, I care about you. I want to demonstrate and exercise Christian love toward you. And how can I do that? Thanks so much for joining us here at the Raised with Jesus podcast. God bless your day.